0: You're listening to Thrift, what your garage sale says about you, a podcast that explores the stories behind the things we once loved and are ready to let go of. Thanks for the memories of rainy afternoons, swingy Harlem tunes, motor trips and burning lips and burning toast and brew. Maggie Blaha, and I decided to start this podcast about a year ago when I was browsing the shelves and crates at a local public library book sale here in Atlanta, Georgia. Every few months, the Friends of the Library organization for different branches in the city sells books that were donated by members of the community. And you can usually buy any paperback for a dollar and any hardcover for three. Library book sales are great for practicing sundoku. The Japanese word for people like me, who buy piles of books at a time and allow them to transform into mountains before getting around to reading them. I live in a studio apartment, so I can tell you that I've had to find interesting and decorative ways to display my literary conquests. A bookshelf can only do so much. I bought my copies of Marcel Proust's Swan's Way and John Irving's The World According to Garp at one library book sale. And I found first editions of the Nancy Drew Mysteries, The Secret of the Old Clock and the Hidden Staircase, amongst a crate of tattered children's books at another. In one book sales food memoir section, a pretty sophisticated genre for friends of the library, I even came across Ruth Reichel's memoirs Tender at the Bone and Comfort Me with Apples. But it was a reprinted edition of Judith Martin's Miss Manners' Guide to Excruciatingly Correct Behavior that inspired me to start this podcast about garage sales. This thick bible of etiquette and advice is, of course, interesting in itself, as I'm a sucker for old etiquette guides, but it's the handwritten inscription made in pencil on the inside front cover that I'm most curious about. To a classy broad, love, spelt L-U-V, and wet kisses, Doug. Xmas 89. Since the day I bought my copy of Miss Manners, I've wondered about the person it used to belong to. Who was she? What was her bookshelf like? Did she ever read the book? Who was Doug? Why did he write that inscription? Better still, why did he choose to write it in pencil instead of ink? Why, after 20-some-odd years, did the classy broad decide to donate the book to friends of the library? Did she forget that Doug inscribed the book to her? Was Doug even in her life anymore? Maybe he broke her heart. Maybe he passed away. Maybe she just reached an age where things are just things and she's able to give them away indiscriminately. I personally have a tendency to hold on to things, especially books. I'm not a hoarder, nor am I terrified of letting go, but I find comfort in being surrounded by an ever-growing collection of books. This is something I can't get my mom to understand. Her perception of things is very different from mine, and sometimes I wonder if she has any sentimentality at all. A couple months ago, she texted me out of the blue to say that she and my dad are trying to sell the house I grew up in, and unless I can travel to New Jersey to take all the boxes of books I've slowly been transporting to Atlanta when I go home each year for Christmas, she's going to throw them away. I don't have time to have a garage sale and have no place to keep all of them when we show the house, she told me. If there's anything I find more difficult to fathom than selling or giving away my books, it's definitely throwing them in the trash. My mom can find a reason to get rid of almost anything. She doesn't seem plagued by the fear that keeps most of us from giving things away, which is, what if I discover I need this one day? Of course, you almost never do. For my mom, a lot of the things she originally loved or needed eventually become crap. There's so much crap in this house is something I often heard her say when I was growing up. And whenever the time for spring cleaning came around, she would come into me and my sister Katie's rooms with big black garbage bags and tell us to fill them with all the crap we don't need. If it were up to my mom, I think most of the things I own would end up in a trash bag. And I fear that's a fate all the books that are still waiting for me back in New Jersey are about to meet. My mom didn't have much growing up, which is why I find it a little odd that she doesn't want to hold on to things now that she's an adult and actually has things to hold on to. But I get the sense that owning things is a burden for her, and getting rid of anything she can helps her breathe, makes her feel like she can start anew. I'm probably more like my paternal grandma in that sense. She never gets rid of anything, so the house she used to share with my grandpa has become a sort of museum to their lives. From the unopened wedding presents that have been collecting dust in her attic for 60 years, to receipts for everything she's ever purchased, my grandma saves it all. My grandma didn't grow up with much either, but unlike my mom, she feels secure when she's surrounded by things. Or maybe she's embarrassed that she used to have so little, and she never wants to feel that kind of humiliation again. She isn't extravagant, she's actually very frugal despite having the means to live extravagantly, but money is also a thing she feels she needs to hold on to. At 90, the things my grandma owns still hold meaning for her. To her, they aren't just things. She's never really given anything away or had a garage sale, and I doubt she ever will. That's likely something my family will have to do after she's gone. After we've collected the things we want to keep to remember her by. I decided to do this podcast when I realized that my copy of Miss Manners contains three stories within it. The advice written by Judith Martin, what it meant to the classy broad, and what it means to me. That's the beauty of secondhand things. That's the beauty of garage sales. Things don't have meaning or value until they belong to someone. And then, at least with most things, we eventually decide we don't need them anymore and sell them at a garage sale. Our things then take on a new meaning for someone else, proving that cliche saying that one man's trash is another man's treasure. In each episode of Thrift, I'm going to visit local yard and garage sales and build short narratives around the people I interview. I hope you'll tune in and enjoy future episodes. Thanks for listening. Uh, thank you so much.